Hello there. I'm so excited you joined me today. Jesus has a word for us. He always has wisdom to give us. He wants us to have revelation. He wants us to know things to come. He wants us to know what's going on right here, right now on the earth. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you. Just take over. Just take over our thinking. Give us that revelation knowledge. Tell us those things to come. Help us to know what we don't know because we've honored you and come into your presence. We thank you that you do not want to be a mystery to us, but you want to reveal yourself to us. And so we just give you the floor. We thank you and praise you. We give you all the glory in your name. I want to start off by reading to you Revelation um, 12.10. Then I heard a strong voice in heaven saying, Now it has come, the salvation, the power of the kingdom, the dominion, the reign of our God, and the power of his sovereignty. And... Christ the Messiah, the accused and other brethren, he who keeps bringing before God, charges against them day and night, has been cast out. Finally, in that time, when that time comes, Satan will be cast out. And meanwhile, on the earth, he is roaming to and fro, trying to find someone he can devour. And he does that by accusing us. False accusations against God's people. His ploy is to get you against God, to make you feel guilty. He comes into your thinking. That's why Corinthians says to take captive every thought. He comes into your thinking, and he tries to condemn you. He tries to get you to think his thoughts of you, making you feel guilty, accusing you of doing wrong, just like he did to Job before God. And he said, Job would turn against you. That's his ploy. He's trying to get you against God. He's trying to get you so, to feel so bad about yourself in front of God that you'll turn away from him. And you know, God corrects us. He convicts us to teach us his way. So he loves us to draw us near to him. He's kind to us and he wants to show us his way. And that does come by a gentle, calm, sweet, loving correction. And Satan doesn't want you to see that about God. He doesn't want you to know that his grace, his kindness, and his mercy extends towards you. And so he just tries to get you to feel bad about yourself and so bad about yourself that you don't want anything to do with God. Because when you stand before God, and, and you're really not standing before God when you feel that condemnation. The condemnation is not from God. But he wants you to think you are. He comes dressed as an angel of light. And he tries to get you to feel so bad about yourself and thinking that God is thinking bad of you. And God is not. He loves you. He gave his son for you to make you right. You are forgiven of your sin. And so when he accuses you, and tries to make you feel bad about yourself, his ploy is to turn you away from God. And of course, God doesn't want you to go on sinning because then he can't do the good he has for you, but he's not going to condemn you. He's going to teach you. He's going to draw you. He's going to love on you. He's going to show you that you were created in his likeness and nothing is impossible for you. In fact, he's given you his power and authority on the earth and power and authority over the enemy. Jesus in Acts 10.38 came 
to do good. He went around doing good, healing especially those who were asked and oppressed by the enemy. He wants you to have that wisdom and revelation knowledge that you are being harassed and oppressed by the enemy. What lie is he telling you? Are you not good enough? Have you done the worst thing? Is he telling you you're not saved? What is he telling you? If he's condemning you, if you're feeling bad about yourself, he has control over you, and he is trying to be your God, and he is trying to take you from God. Jesus said if you didn't understand any this one thing, you wouldn't understand anything. As soon as you hear the word of God, the enemy's going to come and try to steal it. He's going to try to steal the word of God because God is his word. God's grace, his mercy, and his kindness extends towards you. And when you sit with him, you'll know that. And yes, he will correct you and convict you of your sin, but he will also supply you the loving kindness, the power to repent and change your way. And you're going to want to because of his love towards you. You're not going to be, feel like you want to run from him when you sit in his presence. But if you don't know any better, if you don't sit in his presence, then the enemy is going to convince you that he's God and you're bad and you can't do it. He has so many reasons to pull you away from God. For one thing, he hates God. And to get back at God, he has to um, get to you. He has to tear you down. And that hurts God. That hurts God. God loves you. He wants you to know good, the good of him. He wants you to know how much he loves you, but he can't show you unless you go to him, unless you sit in his presence. He's not the one constantly um, bombarding you with thoughts and, and feelings of condemnation. He's sitting quietly waiting for you. Come to me, all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's not going to force himself on you like the enemy does. The enemy is constantly forcing his will on you, constantly trying to make you feel bad about yourself, insignificant. You can't do this. You can't do that. You're good for nothing. You know, and he uses people to say things to you like that. He uses people to judge you. And you have to remember, only God is the judge. He's the judge. And when you live by the word of God, then you're judging yourself. When you seek, like we were talking about in James, when you seek him and his righteousness, you'll be blessed in everything you do. And Satan won't be able to touch you. And you submit to God, resist the enemy. That also means resist those bad thoughts he's trying to tell you, those bad things about yourself. When you live your whole life listening to him condemn you, you're never going to be able to live that good plan that God has for you. You're not going to be able to walk in his blessing and certainly not able to do the great thing that he called you to do. He's giving you a gift and a talent. Satan is constantly trying to tell you, you can't do that. You're not good enough for that. And he even uses people in the church to tell you that. The pride that is happening in the world, the fear that is happening in the world is designed by the enemy to keep us from God. Don't walk in fear, but walk in faith. Don't believe the lie that he's telling you about yourself, but sit in God's presence 
and hear what he has to say about you. You know, as soon as you wake up, Satan's going to be telling you the doom and the gloom and how bad you are. And your part, go sit with Jesus. See what he has to say about you. And you will feel wonderful. And you will be able to dance around and you will be able to do that great thing that he called you to do. Stop thinking his thoughts. Stop listening to his lies. He is the father of lies. There is no truth in him whatsoever. So whatever bad thing he's telling you, you know the opposed is true. You are made in the likeness of God. And on that day, enough is enough. It'll be the end for him. Then I heard a strong, loud loud voice in heaven saying, Now it has come, the salvation and the power of the kingdom, the dominion, the reign of our God, and the power, the sovereignty, the authority of Christ, the Messiah, for the accuser of the brethren, he who is bringing before our God charges against them day and night has been cast out. God is going to get to the point where enough is enough and he can't do anymore. The new heaven and the new earth does not involve the evil one. His time is up. So now he's running throughout the earth, here and there, trying to find someone he can devour with his lie to make you feel bad about yourself. Just the other day, I caught him telling me something was my fault. That happened. That wasn't my fault. And I started listening to that condemnation. I started listening to it. I didn't recognize it right away. But we got to get to the point where we recognize him right away. Is he making you feel bad about yourself? Is he? Stop him. That's your cue. If you're feeling bad about yourself, you have been listening to the accuser. Yes, we have to live in righteousness. But he uses that and twists that to make us think that we can't. It's too hard. God doesn't love us. We've committed the unpardonable sin. God gave Jesus to make it easy for us. When Jesus lives on the inside of you and you fellowship with him, you won't want to sin because of his love. Love never fails. It never fades out. So the key is to know Jesus. And to sit with him yourself. Be with him. And don't let the accuser accuse you. You don't have to prove anything to him. You don't. He, he is just going to continue day and night to accuse you before God. But God knows the truth. And God's going to, he's going to just end it right then and there. And so don't let Satan control you while you're here now. Don't turn away from God because of the ugly lies he's telling you, but turn to God. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden. Jesus humbled himself for you and for me. He gave his life for you. Follow him. Don't follow the enemy. He said, I have come that you may have life. Have it to the full until it overflows. And the enemy, he has come to still kill, and destroy. He does that with a lie. Don't let him lie to you. Take captive every thought and make sure that it's a Jesus thought. He's in love with you. He's kind. He's forgiving you. He's laid down his life for you. Follow him. 
follow him. That's all you got to do is follow him. And you will be loved and feel loved. Don't let Satan steal your time away from being with Jesus and knowing the word and seeking his way of doing. He's just trying to steal good from you. He makes it seem like God is the one who's trying to take things away from you, but it's not. It's Satan. He's evil. Revelation 3.20, Jesus said he's knocking at the door of your heart. And if you're willing to heed his voice, that he would come in and live on the inside of you. Heeding his voice, part of that is resisting the enemy, resisting his lie, getting your eyes on the truth and meditating that, not him. So let's do that. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you would come and live on the inside of us. We are willing to heed your voice. We surrender to you, not to the enemy. We submit to you. We resist the lies. We resist the accusations that he sets against us. And we humble ourselves before you. Know that we can't do anything without you, but with your help, we can do all things. Thank you that you've given us the authority to resist him. Nothing will be too hard for us because we have you on the inside of us. We love you. We praise you. Give you all the glory. So good. He's so in love with you. Just turn to him. Turn to him. Stop listening to the false accusations that are put against you. And listen to what Jesus says about you. You have to go to him to hear him. Thank you so much for listening today.